commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! You may fire when ready. From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Greg Scumbag, and you're listening to Core World News, your holiday news service providing in-depth coverage of all the latest stories from around the galaxy. Welcome to a special kickoff episode of our coverage series for Endor, the latest Star Wars streaming series starring Diego Luna and written by Tony Gilroy. Let's jump to the free trade sector of Sparex and join Adam and Grant to hear their thoughts and reactions to the first three episodes of Endor. All right. Thank you, Grex, for that awesome introduction. Uh, good to hear from you again. Um, yeah. So as Grex mentioned, it's just Grant and I tonight. Ben is out on on assignment in the Outer Rim territories. Uh, so well, we're, we're in the mid rim. Yeah, in the mid rim. Yeah, we'll give him even better in the mid rim. <laughs> we're um, we're going to do kind of just our initial thoughts. We'll, we'll get the whole crew together in a few days to really break down the episodes in much more detail. But, you know, it's a new series and we didn't want to leave it for, you know, several days to, to let you all know what we think. And 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 I know uh, Ben's going to get home in a couple hours and, and go through these three episodes, but we'll tell you what we think. Um, how you doing, Grant? Yeah, this is just like our, our initial reactions to it. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we both of us have binged all three episodes uh, and uh, we, we, we won't talk past, you know, episode three. I know some people have seen yeah. episode four. But uh, oh, we'll really? dive into those first three episodes and uh, yeah. just give initial reactions. I adore the series so far. I think it's stunning. It's visually gorgeous. Like the sets are elaborate and huge and the writing is impeccable and you know witty, but yet filled with heart, which is really surprising. Like obviously Tony Gilroy from, you know, Michael Clayton and, you know, the Bourne legacy, Bourne series uh, trilogy yeah. sort of fame. Um, you know, writes these really biting sort of like, you know, action packed sort of spy thrillers. And yet there was so much heart in these first three episodes, uh, especially with Marwa, who I was really, really excited to see and learn about. And we do in this in these first three episodes. And you, you she's tied to Cassian's origin. And it's really cool. That whole story is very, very cool. Um, yeah. the, the Cassian origin stuff. What, were, what was your sort of initial takes yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad you loved it. To me, it was a, it was a huge letdown. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I love this. I, I love this thing. I mean, this this is this is the Star Wars show. I I never knew I wanted. I, again, I, I've mentioned this before. It's it's of all the shows that were announced, this was the one I was least excited about. And now, again, that's on a scale, right? Like it's Star Wars. I'm still gonna watch it and be excited by it. But we've talked on air and off air how much I want a talk heavy character heavy star wars series and boy did they give that us they give that to us right like like oh yeah i i I think the thing i'm most disappointed about is they did that special sneak peek what was that like two weeks ago it was at d23 and they showed the scene uh, from episode three i i wish i had never watched that because that's really i mean it it, really that's the only action scene that's the that's almost the yeah the climax of the first three episodes as well as the sort of inciting incident for cassian yeah the sort of yeah. um, that's that's uh, that's that's a huge plot beat in in I guess the, what will be this entire series and uh, yeah, yeah Luthen Rail and just you know he's just such a fun surprise that you kind of Bix starts talking about this contact that she has and you're like oh who's this guy and it's and you and you think you know you think this guy is coming to for scraps or for parts uh, you know to to buy 
buy buy this item off of uh, Cassian, which uh, that item actually is a very special item uh, that Cassian somehow just kind of like pulls out of his pocket at one point. He's like, oh, don't yeah. worry. I have an untraceable NS9 right. star path unit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. With uh, vector crystals and imperial seal intact, <laughs> I was like, "Where yeah. did that come from?" That was kind of like the MacGuffin sure. that just appeared out of nowhere, and yet yeah, there's this sort of like uh, off-screen mission that he had he had done, and and you get a feel for that in the Luthen scene you're talking about. And uh, I I hope we get more on just maybe the early sort of Cassian adventures, but um, but this starts pretty late in sort of his early escapades. And uh, sort of uh, rebellious acts against the empire as a sort of yeah. partisan. Um, and what's cool about Ferrix, this this place where he's lying low, is like it seems like it's filled with sort of partisans that are fighting back against the empire, and they're all yeah. kind of have this network, and it's this underground network. And I think my two favorite characters are like the father and son who wear green and are just yeah. kind of yeah, like, I, like got everyone's back. I was like, oh, this is so endearing. I I love this city. Kind of wish, and we're gonna spend more time in in. in in the city throughout the series because because uh, Bix is there and some other characters are there that we know. Right. But right. I kind of wish you spent 12 episodes just in the city because they would it, it, like it was felt fully real, realized. Yeah. Like, I felt like I understood what that city was after three episodes and that town was. And like they kept introducing these like side characters. I'm like, no, don't cut away. What's that person's story? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you do I, get a, it is there is really yeah. going to feel like you're seeing like everyday people doing everyday things, yeah. even if it's like everyone's like hammering on metal or either either hammering on metal or like security detail. But like, you yeah. do feel like everyone's doing or a giant stuff. alien who's just hired by right. the local like thugs to just stand there. Like that was one of my cool. favorite scenes. It was <laughs> what like I, it was so good. And and. You know, this is a thing that that Rogue One got right. And we've talked about how Rogue One is not high on my Star Wars list. Um, but this show is going to probably bump it way up because yeah. this show, similar to Rogue One, is a lived in universe in a way I don't feel like we've experienced in some of the yeah. shows. And not not negatively, because I love the other shows, but like this like that, like like that feels like like they create this entire world that suddenly we're just thrown in and everything makes sense and everything's functions and you're kind of figuring it out as you go. Yeah. It, and it was every, great. Every it, location yeah. that they uh, reveal or, you know, uh, explore basically is so beautifully fleshed out. And let's just jump back for a second, just to some of the earlier locations we see. I mean, when we go to yeah. the, uh, what is it? The, the pre-Mors, uh, pre-Mors corporate zone on. Um, yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, Mor Morlana one. Morlana one. That one. Morlana one. Yeah. When we go to that, that the, I guess it's the leisure zone. It looks like Blade Runner. It's raining. I, I had it right. It's like, so it's, that's. I, yeah. I wrote. So that's what a red light district in Star Wars universe, universe galaxy looks like. Like it looks like Amsterdam, right? Like they're going through the Amsterdam red light district yeah, feel. It's sort of like bubble windows and people just yeah. press their faces against the the glass. Yeah. It's it's. Yeah. It was very very gorgeous set design and it wasn't like. Die you where it's just neon drenched mm. and just like signage everywhere. It was very dark and atmospheric, and it, yeah. it felt like Blade Runner uh, in that first bit there, uh, especially some of like yeah. the architecture, the brutalist like architecture, and the mm -hmm. just the, I guess the, just some of the framing was gorgeous. I think my favorite yeah. frame in the entire three episodes are in that first bit there, and it's it's a it's a part where uh, Cassian's watching that sort of uh, the hostess from the. Uh, I guess the the bar kind of uh, it's really just a kind of like a, uh, basically like a, a pleasure den or like a brothel it, or something. It yeah, seems like a, yeah, she's yeah. walking away and it's just hinted at. It's very. Yep. 
it's, it's all subtext. It's, it's really doesn't have to dive into the graphic nature of what that is. And you kind of just see some hologram, no. you know, holo- dancers. That's, yeah. that's it. It's, it's really kind but, of played down to explore the tension and to explore the drama. Yeah. And explore the but intrigue. if you know, you know, yeah. right? Like, like, like the subtext is there. It's of, very oh, noir I, too. Cause I mean, I was going to say about the girl yeah. from Canary. Like he's talking yeah. about this. I'm looking for the girl from Canary. It, it feels like a, a noir film in that regard. and sort of the plotting. It uh, so is right. It's the person looking for the lost. It's yeah. all, I mean, back in noir, if you're looking at forties, fifties, it's always a lost girl, a lost woman. Right. And so you yeah. get that same Almost thing. Like the and, girl from Canary could have been a great, title for the episode <laughs> absolutely uh, yeah I didn't and, see and, episode and, titles which was interesting no nothing online always it's just episode one episode two episode three um and when we do see that first yeah. slug uh we do with this the first titles the super in out titles it's like uh you know pre more corporate zone morlana one but then it's like bby5 i got so excited I, when it actually so i wrote a note by that is that the so first time we've gotten i think a, so Use like if they've used the BBY in universe, like so. as a title, I think so, right? Yeah, yeah, that blew my mind. Um, that was mm-hmm. really, I didn't think we'd get something like that. And it's, it, I don't no. know why those little yeah. things sort of like uh, are really kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, mind bending to me, but I just like that we're actually finally delving into the timeline in a kind of uh, more methodical way. It's fun, yeah. And, and this is the most adult Star Wars we've ever gotten. And and I like and it's and it really is matching in tone to Rogue One, at least the beginning of Rogue One. Rogue mm-hmm. One just becomes a rip roaring action adventure heist movie in the second yeah. half, which I love. Right. But like like that, that they like I feel like Terry Gilroy was just like, let's look at that first scene where we meet Andor like and he has to kill. He has to kill someone. Right? He has to kill yeah, a person who's informant. Yeah. 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 And, and they they do that again in the series. But. It's different. Like, like I love that by the time we see him in Rogue One and he kills an informant, right? Not even like a bad guy necessarily, just a person who's giving him. He just does it coldly, right? Like he's got a little bit of whatever, but he knows it's what he has to do. And that scene with the two corpos is brutal. In a way, I, I wrote a line here, and this is one of the things I think I love about the show is that um, – Death is not light or easy um, in this, uh, what I wrote, in this corner of the Star Wars galaxy. When death happens in these episodes, it counts. And it is a, people are suffering from it. Whether it's a bad person dying or a good person dying, death is important, right? Which is something we don't see a lot in Star Wars, an individual death being important. Yeah, there's definitely a certain death in this in these three episodes that I did not mourn. <laughs> that I that I don't know if you're intended to mourn, but I was like, no, this guy. The, yeah, obviously we'll we'll get to that, but um, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. There's a there's a guy who just rats out Cassian instantly. Yeah, I, I still like that character story though. I, I didn't like oh. him, but I like that they they gave him moments, right? Like they yeah. didn't just make him this like mustache twirling like they really set it up yeah. and it made sense and no but, the motivation yes, i was not i was not shedding a tear no <laughs> the motivations feel real uh yet yeah. you're just kind of like rooting for cassian throughout these, yeah. these three episodes and but again it's like I, cassian does feel a little frantic in these three episodes it feels like he's not fully formed yet which mm-hmm. is good i hope i mean that seems to be the intention but um it just feels like it, it's interesting for us to because it's hard when he does kill those two guys in the beginning it's it's hard to you know, align with that and understand that motivation. But again, later in the, in, I guess the third episode, you get that Sergeant Mosk who says, you know, 
the the the, the corporate uh, you know the corporate tactical forces of the empire's first line of defense like you really just have to understand that the the corporate you know guns for hire are basically working for the empire and so they, they work, are they're just empire them. yeah they're empire contracts they're, they're they're i mean they're like the private prison guards that we see currently uh, um we don't have private police forces yet in this country i'm emphasizing yet because yeah private things. contractors and because yeah. things are yeah, gonna happen. real world sadly there's a real world sort of yeah you know, but um, relationships that. yeah and and but that scene when he takes those two corporals on like the first death is accidental right like it's just this fight that's what i didn't understand so in that first death i was like he just headbutts the guy i know you could you can die with a, I, a, a yeah. perfectly placed headbutt yeah, it I get it. Weird. I almost I like wish you saw the blaster bolt ricochet into the guy, but yeah. it's not in the frame. And I'm like, no, oh, it's okay. not. I'm, it took me a while. Yeah. I had to go back and watch to figure it out. But yeah. like, it's an accidental death, right? Which yes. is whatever. That second death, like, it, I I knew it was gonna happen, but still, I was shocked. Where he just, I was a statement. Yeah, point was, blank oof. shoots that guy in the face with yeah. <laughs> with a blaster, right? Like, yeah. Which it makes sense for the character. It makes sense for everything that's going on. But it is, like, that is that first step into like. It, it's it's weird. We talked about this with like Luke's first step into adventure. That's Cassian's first yeah. step is is like shooting. You, you'd a guy think in the face. Deputy Inspector Karn would like mention how they were murdered. Like that's a pretty brutal way to take someone out. Like blaster yeah. bolt to the face. face. Like that's yeah. you'd that's think he would have remarked style. upon that. And that's yeah. that would really uh, I guess uh, make sense of their sort of right their yeah. righteous vigor to like get to the bottom of this case or whatever. You know, it's like yeah. that would that would help. But but nonetheless. It is written so – when we get to the uh, the Primor corporate deputy inspector character, when we get to his storyline, it is so awesome. It's so awesome to see it's these so these two juxtaposed storylines yep. of, of this guy, righteous justice, sort of wanting order character who's forced to manipulate the truth and and sort of embrace this darker aspect of the, the side who's in charge right now, the side with the power. And then you have Cassian's story where he's obviously becoming this the first sort of rebel hero which is right really cool yeah but, uh, no a hundred percent and like i just i you talked about the just juxtaposed i can never yeah. say that word uh but I, oh. I know and i have to i say i try to say it a lot it's one of those words that i think i love and i try to use it too much and then i just i always force myself into a corner i could i'll be in front of a class talking yeah. and i'm like i'm gonna use this word i can't say it and i butcher it every time and i'm like you could use 20 other words but anyway um so i i like that idea right of of their two stories and I this the show uses flashbacks in a really thoughtful way. Like every time they would flash back, it made sense to me why we're flashing back now, mm -hmm. like which I always appreciate because sometimes in a movie, if there's a random flashback, I get really annoyed of like, why are we doing this now? And it really it, it's really well done in this show. And then to have those two like have the past story and the present story mm -hmm. also mirroring each other in a beautiful way, like the way that the third episode ends. I just oh. was like, I'm on board. Like, this is great. Like, oh, watching chills. them both. Because I was the, just, oh. yeah. It's, I, and only, I, yeah. I think my only critique of the show is why, why are these three episodes? And why aren't we just doing a mini series that each episode is like, this should have been an hour and 20 minute episode. It really should have. It, and, yeah. and then cut to episode two. The endings felt a bit forced sometimes just because, like, the music would just ramp up and it would just yeah. be, kind of walk off. And I was like, I, I feel like you really could have connected all three of these in a really beautiful yeah. way. But um, but I do like those corpo scenes to breathe and to really get into yeah. the highfalutin dialogue and the jargon. Like, I, I just he, uh, Tony yeah. Gilroy just knocks it out of the park with just understanding how people talk in this galaxy, even though 
you know, there's lots of reports that he's not the biggest Star Wars fan, yet he's totally tapped into all the dialogue. I mean, people are called, you know, people are asking for calf. People are talking about you yeah. know, targeting units. It's just like it's everything's spot on. And I think he does such a good job with that. I mean, maybe that's the recipe for success, right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think people who love Star Wars are doing a great job in Star Wars, but don't don't make that your something you're asking your employees. Like, are you a good storyteller? If you are, do you want to tell a story in this, in this galaxy? And if you're not the biggest fan, don't worry. We got you covered making yeah. sure that things connect, right? Like, just 100%. tell a good story in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. yeah. Galaxy. We get, yeah. Oh, just the, the Chief Inspector Hine and the Sergeant yeah. uh, Mosque scenes are like, they they are incredibly written, well written. And then they're like, I would let, I could probably live in a sh- in an episode of just those characters interacting. I could probably just, just watch that and be satisfied. That I thought it was so well done. was so good. And again, very noirish, right? Like it's very yeah. much of just like, of just Hein just being like, no, no, they, they, they died. Like, you know, heroically, <laughs> but not, not too heroically. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like I just like, oh, right. I just want to watch that scene. I'm so happy that we were doing this recording because my wife did not get a chance to see this oh. and she wants, and she, I don't feel like she'll it, like so that scene specifically. Yeah. Behind scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, not too heroic. Like we don't need to, yeah, you don't parade. have to too much attention. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to parade. <laughs> you don't want to parade. parade. Yeah. Exactly. So that was good. the line. Yeah. It was great. That whole scene is incredible. And yeah. then just, yeah, the, the deputy inspector Karn being like, just sort of like, having a tough time going with this lie, like, you know, supporting this lie and covering this up and just, yeah. In, you know, and but instead just really trying to get the bottom of it. And then, but what happens when he tries to get the bottom of it is just complete disaster. So in disarray. So I would, I cannot wait to watch the next episode and sort of see what happens to him and, you know, for this case going so wrong and for yeah. suspects escaping all this kind of stuff. So, That'll be fun. Um, and yeah, I just I love how they're doing a slow build to the Empire and the Republic, which I'd love to talk to you about and sort of the the flashback stuff, which is crazy on Canari. Yeah. Uh, I guess to set that up, the whole flashback is uh, Cassian's living with his sister amongst like it's like some, uh, you know, uh, it's like uh, a bunch of kids kind of living in the woods. Yeah. I guess they're I mean, just surviving. Lord of, Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies sort of like, yeah, yeah thing happening. And um, yeah, Lord of the Flies, once they've figured out the order, <laughs> once, yeah. once they're not, you know. Yeah, yeah, they're like, other. they're, yeah, yeah, they're treating each other very well. And except one yeah. kid is kind of rude to Cassian. But. Yeah, <laughs> but, no, it's true. But yeah. my favorite thing is, and I had to check because, you know, I listen to things on subtitles. It's so funny. I'm at home. Everyone's out. This morning, yeah, yeah. I still have subtitles on, even though I have the the volume cranked. I just they're always right. just automatically on. I don't even notice. Um, but I, sometimes subtitles will mess up other subtitles. Um, so I actually had to turn them off to verify, like, oh, they're not translating. Yeah, they don't translate this stuff, with the, which the I language that they're speaking. Loved. I loved that moment because it's very mm-hmm. similar in, in a lot of the early Star Wars stuff, like in the first in the in the original trilogy. There are no subtitles in those movies. If a person's right. speaking in, I think there is for Greedo, but if you're if, like Java, for example, has a translator and they just like, I love the idea of just like, no, if, if everything's a basic or galactic, yeah, basic. And if it's not, you don't yeah. know what they're saying. I just, but still like you totally understand everything that's happening in those scenes. I just love that choice. Yeah, that was really beautifully done. Um, and makes sense given that we later, later they discover the ship, all these kids discover the ship, Cassian yeah. ventures into the ship and then, sees his reflection and tries to break uh, the yeah. panel in which he sees his reflection, which was 
That was interesting. Uh, That's very. Maybe interesting. he hadn't seen it for a long. Maybe he hadn't seen himself in a yeah. long time. I had no idea, kind of what I didn't how know he was what they're going for either. There and and as really that was the one thing where I'm just like I don't know what we're going for here. And I didn't I didn't hate it because not everything needs to be understood, especially because we have uh, 21 more episodes in this series to go. Right. So maybe we'll get a little more. I don't know if it's that plus he put on. You know, they, they put on a kind of war paint to go out, and this is his first kind of going out on a scouting mission or something. So he yeah. saw that maybe. Like, I just, I'm not quite sure what they're going for there. We also just don't know yeah. how those kids ended up there. We know that there was a mining. Right. Is that the time frame is very interesting with this whole it's thing. It's fascinating because it's yeah. to me, I was thinking in my head, yeah, that so I, I know a lot of a lot of Star Wars fans are probably just doing a lot of like timeline math there because we're like, yeah, okay, so it seems like this was the there this time of the Republic when these kids were young, and obviously yeah. Marwa Marwa it eventually discovers Cassian in that ship, and her and her colleague are in their droid uh, B2, who's incredible in the series Amazing. who i love yeah. it's a stuttering yeah. droid which is awesome yeah. and which really I, which cool. is and you know <laughs> we, we've talked about my feelings about dio which i will not go yeah. into into here right but the second i love this, droid we've this got stuttering it. droid so, like works this worked for, for you okay that's good it did it worked for me he's kind of well, like an accordion too how he kind of like separates yeah. out and compresses again that was just, it's so really practical cool. like it looks like it's just on yeah that droid looks very practical yeah like you would i'm sure it's enhanced with whatever but it looks great and the thing I, one thing that just the reason why i loved him is because there's a little bit of lore drop which apparently if droids are going to lie it takes extra energy for droids to lie which <laughs> i'm like just That's him or was awesome. it yeah. i don't know and a nice <laughs> parallel to uh deputy inspector karn who's also having yes. trouble lying uh yeah. that's it, it's actually fascinating to see how uh you know deception and truth play a role on both sides of the playing field like yeah. on the, the you know the, the who you would deem the bad guys these sort of pre-more corporate people who are connected to the empire you know some of them really are looking for righteous justice and they're yeah. just don't see the evils of the system and yeah then you you know obviously then you get chief hine who doesn't mind bending the truth and you kind of right. see the corruption firsthand and it's yeah. that's interesting but then on the other side cassian is you know, deceiving everyone and just seems right. to be getting into like, trouble all over the place. And it's and yeah, fumbling. Your, and then your hero, uh, there's not a lot of truth, even on the good guy side. No, and they your can't, hero they can't is deal a in liar. Truth. Your hero is a straight up liar and deceiver. Yeah. <laughs> and your villain is 100 percent honest and truthful. Yes. Which that's, I love. Which I think is so that's, great. that's the real yeah. takeaway for me from these three episodes. Yeah. And those two storylines was like, wow, yeah. I can't wait to see that crisscross basically like i think exactly. that's what the series will yeah. do at some point karn is going to start uh it's going to be it's going to turn into a kind of uh, a malevolent you know hunt yes. for yeah. justice and then it's going to you know and really bring his emotion into it once his emotion gets tangled up in this case and in hunting yeah. cassian he's really you know take some take some dark turns and then yes. cassian i think will be taught how to be more savvy and do things in a way that will be almost utilitarian and cause the least amount of you know Damage, but obviously take out bad guys. <laughs> I mean, the show is probably going to be him taking out a lot yeah. of Imperials, but yeah. So he doesn't seem to care about the cause right now, right? Like he's just looking yeah. for his sister, right? And and he he hates the Empire because of because everyone on that planet <laughs> hates the Empire for obvious reasons. They're yeah. they're they're being so. But the thing is, is like so we're talking about this as a noir, and so his noir detective mission is to find his sister. Um, in any noir. That never goes well. 
either they're working for the other side, they're lying, or they're dead uh, or going to be killed. Yeah. And I just have this feeling, I mean, maybe this happens in episode 12, maybe it was in episode 24, but like we have to figure out why Cassian is so invested in the rebellion. And I think it all comes down to Karn. And I think Karn is going to end up killing his sister. I think he's going to find his sister and his sister is going to be killed by Karn. And I think that's going to be kind of the, Ooh, the thing. You that, heard it here first. That's yeah, that's that's my guess. If it's if they're going noirish, like I just feel like Karn is is because I there's the other thing is like at the end of episode three, and I wrote this down because again I had subtitles going, and it says Corpo wailing in pain. That's that's a that's a rough yeah. subtitle to read, right? Like again, it's them not yeah. backing away from the violence of these actions of right. even the, of the rebellion, and that was just during that during their escape at the very end, and Karn is sitting there seeing how his ineptitude. Yes. Um, like led to human suffering. Like I think he's not an, he's not immune to that. Like he he sees those people on the ground wailing, right? And I don't think he's like, oh, good, they're dead. Like let's just go get our guy. I think he's just like, I these people and their families are uh, affected because I screwed up because I messed up. Yeah, yeah, and it was you just know, too far when they're like, oh, let's bring. It's like it's like let's bring twelve men to be prudent. And I was like, dude, you guys should have brought like thirty men because like yep. that whole city was partisan and they're oh, all man. Friendly. Yep. And but I was it was interesting when Mario was like they start banging on the metal when the corpos arrive and then like she's like you should be more worried when they stop like the yep. music and I was like I was like what does it, what happens when they stop the music or whatever and then I guess you know which the Luthan rail happens is what attack <laughs> but but apparently like but also my favorite thing is your line was also the two corpos lines like she had just had them where they're like yeah. what happens when it stops like they were just terrified at that yeah, moment so. Around. Yeah. It's psychological warfare, right? Which is common amongst partisans. Like if you have a small rebellion force, you, you need to fight using psychological tactics, right? Of this idea of yeah. just like, because even um, Karn, who didn't hear her speech, was really freaked out when when oh, the yeah. drumming stopped, which I loved because you would be, right? Like if you were stuck in this thing and suddenly like it, you you know that nothing's good good is happening it's, after yeah, that. It's really powerful because it's like almost the complete opposite of order is just to make all this loud kind of clamor that yeah. it, it, it's going to disrupt their their commands and their, you know, how they're, their, their communications and things like that. And uh, it's just, it's so great when Cassian sneaks up behind Karn and he's just like, and then they have the upper hand and when you see Luthen and you kind of start to understand that character, that was in how he's like first first thing you do when you have a, when you you know decide to meet somewhere is to create your exit or whatever. And then he right. like has planted C four. He's planted like explosives on the door and he takes out all mm -hmm. the guys. Like, I, I mean, yeah. Again, I wish we didn't see a lot of that action beat with the, yeah. in the kind of trailer the promotional material, but we, yeah. it's it was still great. It and, was yeah. It was nice to see how we did into everything. Um, yeah. Great, like walking with like a. O staff or something like i don't he has some type of weapon oh, yeah, he has a walking using. stick at some point yeah but yeah that like retracts and i'm like this is amazing like he because like when he's walking yeah. through and bix kind of runs up to but it's one another yeah. just, just so many great little moments where bix kind of runs up to him when he first gets there and bix is just yeah. like there's a problem he's like calmly like just like like just as he's walking through just like just tell me what's wrong like you know what i mean like yeah. just let's we got to appear normal like the, the espionage stuff in this is great. Like it's just it's so well done. And when we talk about Bix. I Bix is an Bix amazing character. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And again, um, just to just to show that this show is kind of just leaning towards more mature content. I mean, 
her and uh, the guy who who uh, snitches on them that uh, they basically uh, like it's, it's Tim? is it Tim? It's, it's, it's just Tim. It's Tim. Okay, it's just Tim. Two M's. That's what I didn't catch it. Yeah, but yeah, it's 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 implied that they basically spent the night. You know, then they bed they bedded each other, and it's just. It's fully it's, it's implied. As, it's like it's as right far there. as you're going to go in Star Wars. I mean, she walks yeah. in and then you see her through the doorway sitting on the bed, like going yeah. into the bedroom, sitting on the bed. I'm like, there's kind of like there's only one way to read that scene. Right. Yeah. Which is which is great. Like that's these are these are adult characters doing adult things. And like I'm not looking for like a hard R Star Wars movie, but it's nice to see kind of just adult themes. And we get we get it. We get one of our first, uh, maybe the first swear official real swear oh, yeah. in Star Wars. They oh, drop Bosk the S bomb. to really break the game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which yeah. we've gotten. I I've mentioned that because hey, when that yeah. happened, I was like, yeah, yeah. did he just say <laughs> yeah. like yeah. shit? Yeah, <laughs> on camera. Oh yeah. my god! Like, holy. Uh, yeah, I got the time. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, uh, yeah, as we'll say, I, I, I just looked up to you because I'm like, let's let Ben know. Um, so, no, I had the same thought where I saw that and I actually had to go back and I read it on screen, too. So I like I had to, I heard it and read it and I still had to go back and double check. And I we they've done that in some of the books, which I think we've talked about where it's yeah. it's it's off putting. It, 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 it almost threw me because it didn't throw me, if that makes sense. Like, like it just seemed like yeah, in that scene, so it made the most sense to actually to rewind it and hear it again and be like, you know what? That makes perfect sense for what's happening. And yeah. you wouldn't say like poodoo or like, you wouldn't say some of these words that we've heard before. You yeah. wouldn't do that. You would say would have It would have been so, that would have thrown that me. Been I real like, bad. That would have been real bad. What are we doing here? Like It's comical. It's I, a comical I, yeah, I don't need like every swear word, every other sentence, but like when it's appropriate, just use it and it fits better than these, some of the fair, fake swear words, which is funny because you do them in like Mandalorian. It doesn't bother me, but Mandalorian is not grounded in a perfect way should not be grounded. This is a very grounded show. And so to use Dank like, Farrick could have worked, but like, I just don't think Tony Gilroy is going to go for Dank Farrick. <laughs> I, I, in that scene, I don't think it would have worked. I wouldn't be surprised if we get it. I just think that's, that that's yeah. what that person would have said in that moment. It oh yeah. Felt, right. I, the, yeah. the other thing, um, I, I was going to say, there's a couple things that I want to hit on. Yeah. And we, we can kind of start getting out of here. Is that is, is, so at the end of this episode, I realized we see Cassian. It's mirrored or at the end of the third episode. We see Cassian as a boy mm-hmm. leaving. Um, I can't think of the name. What's the name of the? Um, uh, 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 Canari. Canari. Right. And then we and then we see him leaving uh, Phoenix. Right. And so uh, my question is, has Cassian spent his entire life just on these two planets? We don't know. Right. Like he might. Well, he's be traveled like, around. I mean. I imagine because it I seems guess, like uh, guess, that uh, oh, we do the see guy who owns the junk spaceport. He had yeah, like we see him on Morlana. He had made a couple. He had yeah. done a couple of favors for Cassian. Yeah. So that, to me, that was like you know a few jur- a few trips with ships that are supposed yeah. to be. But he doesn't uh, seem impound. like a galaxy traveler, right? Like he has a no. life, a very set life here, and he's going to these. He's running these quick overnight missions to try to find his sister. Right. I'm I'm fascinated about yeah. like his sister's whereabouts because I'm I. I was he or it's implied that he was taken by Marvel yeah, and all these other kids on that ship there. Yeah. And so that time when she's looking at him through the forest in the first episode, at the end of the first episode, that's the last time she sees him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That we know okay. of. Yeah. Yeah. And so how so, does he, how does, how does he know she's in these corporate zones that he's heading to or trying yeah. to find her? You know, like, I don't know. I, mean, I don't get that. It's, I don't get it either, but that's why the show's, kind of great because it's laying these little these questions right where i'm like yeah. they're clearly i mean they're using flashbacks in a different way 
um, than Boba Fett did. Boba Fett used yeah. it to kind of like fill in the blanks between episode yeah. six and which is like, I get why you need to do that. This is more character developing, but they're they're using them in a way that I feel like we're not done with these flashbacks, right? Like, right. I think we're going to see more. We're going to see him discovering what's going back there and finding the kids missing is my guess. Right, next right. Because you got to imagine that Marwa escapes. Um, I guess they're leaving uh, Canary, but they're also getting uh, reports that a Republic frigate is inbound and coming right. and, and, and will destroy, I guess, the ship that they've looted. Right, right, right. And, right. Uh, yeah. yeah, and so it seems like there's a Republic frigate handing – uh, heading to the planet and that's there they, they see that as extreme danger and so i'm wondering if the kids are going to have an altercation with their republic frigate i know we saw clone troopers uh phase two in the oh right trailers, the trailers uh, for yeah. the series right. um so yeah. that would be it i think yeah i don't think we're done with the past i think no young marwa like young fiona shaw and that crew are going to be featured prominently i, I would hope throughout I the hope series so. i mean you don't activate fiona shaw I not use her. Yeah. As much and that as look she can. gives at the end is an all time yes. like it's mom so look. Good. Like she yeah. turned into all of our moms. Yeah. That one look. It was yeah. just, I don't know, super touching. Again, just Tony Gilroy bringing the heart. I and mean, when you think he's going to bring the espionage and the spy thriller sort of like tone, it, yeah. the, I was, that's, I think what surprised me about the series was just how, how much you felt for these characters and yeah. how much you, you and were endeared to them. Yeah. Here's the thing. That on top of the fact that we have seen very little in the way of what we think of classic Star Wars. We have seen zero stormtroopers or clone troopers. Yeah. We have seen. I no, love that. That's a lot of restraint, yes, by the way. That's, that's a amazing. lot we of restraint, and I really admire Imperial uniform. Yes. Right? We've seen. We've seen, the, seen the insignia uniforms. on the, uh, we've seen the insignia. Star Path. Yep. Yeah. Star Path yep. unit. Yeah. We have not seen Mon Mothra. We know she's a big part of the series, but I like the fact that they didn't feel like, oh, we need to sprinkle these things in. The only thing, the only thing we've seen that's connected to anything pre-Star Wars or you know pre-this is Cassian, right? Like everything else, new characters, new locations. You're clearly in a Star Wars and you've seen blasters and ships and stuff, but like they're not doing a thing where they have to like remind people Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, right? Like they're taking yeah. their time. And it was a little like, Wow, what are we gonna do for? I mean, this is twelve episodes. It's the longest series we've gotten so far. And now after three episodes, I'm like, oh, good. They need twelve episodes. Let it breathe. Take your yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. And all in all, I absolutely love the show. But um, to uh, like just to just to speak on what you're talking about, like I almost wish it did take more time. Like I almost wish. Yeah. It was. I wish Cassian was almost more got able to was able to breathe in these scenes and yeah. more composed yeah. and quiet and more stoic and like he's very frantic in these first three episodes yeah. and so like i i almost like i hope he kind of like starts to evolve into a more calculating sort of like uh i guess more um yeah. sort of like a tactical strategic sort of character because right now he feels very frantic and he feels like he's just he looking is. to survive he's just yeah, it's just uh, he's a rat, scampering, right? Like, like yeah. he's trying not to get caught in his trap, which he created himself, yeah. which is which I like, but I know what you mean. Like he's, yeah. I mean, which is which is good because like, I, I again, I, it doesn't bother me because we have another twenty one episodes in the entire series to get mm -hmm. us to the Cassie and we see at the beginning of Rogue One, right? Yeah. And I like that there's some char character development because like, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna like I don't want to talk about Solo a ton because it brings up a lot, but like part of the issue with that movie where people didn't disconnect is like, so wait, like. Han is who Han is 
right. from the start. Like there's not yeah. like when you look at that movie and then you look at where Han ends up in episode six, you're like, I don't know this character's arc. I don't get it. But they've set it up in a way that like Cassian needs to evolve and not necessarily into like a hero, but into a really good rebel spy because he's a really bad rebel spy right now. Right. Yeah. He's 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 definitely on the run and he's just looking to survive. And uh, yeah. and he got his way out. And what a kind of what a great payoff for his way out. Uh, just joining Luthen Rail. You're just so excited for that I next know. step now. Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, you're going to you're now going to join the spy master and he's going to teach you yeah. all his his tricks. And that's going to be so much fun to watch. And, you know, I imagine that's only one of many other mentors he's going to meet along this yeah. journey. I hope so. And I yeah. just I I'm. I'm really glad they released these three episodes at once. I think it yeah. makes a ton yeah, of sense. Yeah, that's my only other nitpick is maybe these could have been one episode, like one episode. Yeah, I, 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 think like, so. I feel yeah. like we really could have pulled this all together in a fun way. But uh, it's a, it's an odd thing that, and this is true of a lot of streaming, is that like they'll play around with run times. Like the first episode was like 38 minutes long. The second one was like 28. Like they'll go a little bit. But like part of me is just like, it's really act one, act two, act three is episodes one, two, and three of this single story. It's just like just just yeah. release an hour and I almost think it could have been two episodes. Episode. I think I think you could have put yeah. two episode yeah. two could have been yeah. split between them two of those two episodes and Luthen Rail's arrival could have been like the yes. next episode or something. If I had a critique, no, uh, if I had my, my critique, right? Yeah. Which yeah. is tied into this, is that like episode two I enjoyed. So episode one. I loved. I was 100% on board. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is this is amazing. I love this show. It's my favorite Star Wars show. Episode two happened. I'm like, that was an episode. Like, it wasn't bad. Just like. It's a lot uh, of like characters entering and exiting, like quickly, yeah, like which nothing, was like, ah, it's like, it's yeah. good. It's, it's, cre yeah. it's, it's setting short. up a lot it's of like setting up and five minute episode. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I was kind of a little worried. Not that I didn't like it, but I'm like, are we just going to like not do a lot in this? And then episode three happened. And I'm like, oh, this is great. We're back. We're back at it. Like, so, yeah. so I feel like you're right. Or if you Fiona Shaw is always two, better. That's right. I'm right. Yeah. And that's, that's what true. I say. So I think you're right. If you split episode two kind of between yes. episode one, episode three, and you had just had two episodes, I think that they would have been, I think there wouldn't have been that weird lag. That there would have been episode. a weird dissonance of like, oh, why did we take this time in episode yeah. two to see all this kind of intermediary it's, it's, in transit stuff happening? I think I feel like the entire episode two is just is just Luthien in a in a in a air taxi, <laughs> which the, is great. Uh, like that scene is great, but it's just like that's all we're doing. Like, yeah, the mind your wallet guy with like the trilby yeah. hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who just will incessantly and like about. a weird headset going yeah. on. Like I don't know what's going <laughs> yeah. on with that. The yeah. Motorola headset. It's yeah, it like it's coming out of a Janet Jackson concert. <laughs> definitely a choice um yeah that was funny yeah i yeah again i maybe cut that like i don't know if we needed that <laughs> i didn't hate it but if it but no, if it, it was part bad. of a longer episode i wouldn't mind it it's just right. weird to be like i feel like that was like it yeah, felt to me like it was that like, was the why are we sitting thing? with luthan rail on the air taxi last thing last thing i need to see is someone on an air taxi i mean like yeah there's cute stuff with like mando and the rodian child on like whatever that transport sure. was that was fine but, like, but like, like i don't need to see someone in the taxi. middle of an episode yeah, <laughs> not like the not like the big reveal of the episode like that. That episode, if I remember, ends with like Luthien walking down the street like Luthien's arrival is the thing that is the yeah. cliffhanger going into episode three. And I'm like, that's great. Like that character should get it. But I'm like, we spend most of it of him like beginning episode. He lands on the planet. End of the episode, he gets off the taxi. Like it's like yeah. the entire episode is. Yeah, him, we really have to see him land. We see him pull out the, the binocs. To we have hotel. to see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the spaceport. It was really just arduous with that whole. I thought it was a little. Yeah. It's it's like 
I wonder if the show is just trying to show the inner workings of the galaxy and really explore, so. yeah. you know, the day to day life. Process of people. oriented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, I, yeah. Adam, that's your job. I love. <laughs> but I love it. In a movie How do you get as, as like I, by speeder? Okay. I, I feel like I feel like the a, I really I, like that's not like break it down, but like I'm watching stuff where I'm like I feel like the a plot of that show was literally a taxi ride. Like the a story of that yeah. of, of episode two was a taxi definitely ride, episode two. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Which, again, I would like I love, to watch episode like, two again just because in. I feel like, yeah, I'm almost, I'm almost 100% on this decision to split that episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, give I it think to so one and three. I, Cause it's I'm like, I just don't think that episode's, Yeah. And I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to rewatch it. I think it you're just steaming over Tim and then you're just like upset. Yeah. Or you're just like watching, uh, you know, uh, Karn sort of make a fool of himself trying to, you know, yeah. pull a power play on everyone. And the thing with Tim. <laughs> Let's talk about. I think yeah, we need to talk about Tim. Um, so like very quickly, just like I, the second he's working and the the um report pops up about looking for Cassian, basically you're like, okay, so he's gonna rat him out. Like like you could just read that scene of just like, yep. And it was great. Like it made total sense. But at the same time, you're just like, that's one of those moments where I think everyone is ahead of the plot. So it's just like, let's just let's just yeah. let's just get. You also there. feel like Bix and Cassian have a bit of a history. Yeah. Tim is definitely I mean, the jealous Tim, lover on the outside. <laughs> Tim should feel threatened because Yeah. I know. Diego Luna's because, a gorgeous man. And also yeah. like Cassian Andor is a better person than Tim <laughs> oh, on yeah. every measurable scale. Oh, yeah. What's Tim doing? Just like pulling out spare parts to like give yeah. Bix to actually do all the work. Like he's also his boss. He's dating, it sounds like a subordinate, which is not yeah, really a not cool a move. It's a tough look. Yeah. Yeah. There's no HR in the outer uh, rim, I know, or a mid rim, but like come I on. Know. And what I mean, there's I mean, it's pretty it's pretty tragic what happens, though. I mean, it's a great scene. Vix is like chained up to the wall. She has binders on and she's connected to the wall and she has to like watch Tim get shot and then just kind of like sit next to his body for like hours. I had that same thought of like this is because I I didn't really catch that she was somehow I met I missed that she was um, handcuffed. I don't know how I missed it. And so so like when she was just grieving i got it and then they came like two of the partisans or just people came and let her out i'm like i saw she's hanging up like oh that's brutal she's been sitting there just staring at his corpse for like who knows how long yeah and like and again it gave right and it gave tim like a bit of a not necessarily hero's moment but a bit of a redemption where i'm like he at least he was just like like it's not great like you could see him like you're gonna get killed buddy but like he wasn't like he didn't just like cower. He would, they didn't make him like they didn't give him every negative characteristic ever. Like he at least he was less like, you know, upset, right? And like yeah. stood up to the corpus, which was a bad decision. But it's not like he was just like, okay, my girlfriend's bleeding. You clearly beat her up. I'm gonna go over here and it's fine. Don't worry about it. Like he wasn't was unauthorized use of force too by that one guy. And then the corpus even got mad at that guy and yeah. like made him return yeah. the ship. Took his blaster. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's interesting. Which I was just Again, like, the process second, stuff, yeah. the seeing just how these security yeah. corporations, you know, operate and seeing how the people of the city operate and, you know, seeing how how hard traversal is and how you have to wipe your ship log when you travel to, right. you know, the yeah. corporate zone and come back. It's just yeah. it's it's getting to the sort of nitty gritty of the the kind of Star Wars, the, the just how the, the galaxy functions, which I think yeah. is so cool. So Which that's, I that's I think, want. a highlight of the show as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly what I wanted. I mean, I, I was talking about this about <laughs> I, I love Obi-Wan. We talked about it. I think it's an amazing show. But like this is the closest we'll get to my dream of just like just stoicism 
for yeah. like an episode. I, and and like, I think we're going to yeah. chorus on Adam. Like, I think we're going. I, oh yeah. I, yeah. hundred percent. We are like, I think we yeah. are. We're going to so, get, because if they're, because that's the other thing that's really up. exciting is that if we're spending this much time in the minutia of just like a small backwater planet, right? like we're going to spend, we're going to get to what happens when Coruscant, we Coruscant, right? Yeah. And we're going to see the galactic setting. We're going to get minutia. We're going to, yes. they're going to be like, you thought George Lucas talked about politics too much. Oh, just wait. <laughs> it's going to be great. Oh, yeah. We're going to those like galas and we're seeing all the senators mingle. Like it's going to yeah. be fun. It's going to be fun to see sort of like loyalists to the empire versus the sort of like, uh, I guess, whatever the uh, not, not, not separatists, but I guess whatever allied sort of like. Yeah. There's going to be the affiliated worlds, they call them, you know, whatever. It's so great when the corpos are like, we have to take us, you know, we have to deal a stronger hand to these these affiliated worlds. And to yeah. me, is, are those affiliated worlds the sort of like remnant separatists who are against the Republic and now like I'm guessing it's so like it's so weird rising oh, sort of yeah. like yeah new separatists for the Empire and like it's going to be fun to see uh, just yeah. to see all the different political machinations. That's gonna yeah, be and I feel like they're going to get into that. And and boy, if they just give me like one Mon Calamari. Bro, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just that'll be it. That'll be like peak Star Wars for me. Oh yeah, I think we will. Yeah. I think we're gonna get lots. Of, I mean, the show has been faithfully giving us lots of aliens uh, yeah. so far, so I'm hoping that we get lots more ahead. I, I love that this series called a shot, and he was just like, "Give me two seasons, give me 24 episodes." So like they, it's this is plotted out. Like they know exactly yeah. where they're going. They know everything that's gonna happen. They know the plotting. It's not like a. It's not like the Mando, which I think they do have a plan. But they're kind of like it. They I don't think they realized they were going to have the biggest hit they ever had. So they're yeah. kind of like, you know, what do we do? And now we're going to spin off all these shows. Like this is very contained. They know exactly where they're going. Yeah, yeah. And we're, I cannot wait to get to the Empire, honestly, because uh, I think yeah, we're heading there as too. well. And uh, oh yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I think the origin of K two S O will be a thing at some point, right? Like how that relationship started. That'll be something uh, I hope we get into. Yeah. Um, I got to imagine Tarkin will be in the series. I mean, the guy is is so uh, integral to the kind of uh, the Empire's plans in during this time. Yeah. Like, yeah, he almost has to be in the, the show at some point. I think they also mentioned want hollow, on hologram. Yeah, yeah. mentioned. I'm guessing I think they also, maybe I, they also might want another bite of that apple to be like, you thought Tarkin looked good in Rogue One. Look at how much this has progressed since right. then, like the technology. So. We might get. We might there's get precedent get for Krennic. There's like, there's lots of stuff that could happen. Oh man, if we get like, if we get, if we get Krennic and if we get Krennic and like, we could get Galen Orso. Like, we really could too. But I'm like, that yeah. would be amazing. Like, I just to see Mad Mad Mickelson's again, and, and yes. like just to see Krennic. I just, yeah. I mean, the show doesn't need it. I'd be perfectly happy if the show doesn't go there. But if it, I think they could in a way that didn't feel forced. Yeah, we've already got Imperial Kyburn, so I'm excited for that. But yeah. um, and then I mean the Imperial, I imagine there's a sort of like senatorial Imperial body, right? That's like, I guess mm-hmm. uh, the Imperials who are operating in the Senate, like that'll be yeah. interesting to see some type of leadership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll be fascinating. Sure. Um, yeah, I can't wait. There's so much to explore, no, and I feel like we've just scratched the surface with those first three episodes. So. Yeah. yeah, let's go with uh, Luthen and Cassian to wherever they're going. Let's let's uh, see how this journey unfolds. Yeah. I cannot wait. I'm excited for Ben to watch these and to yeah. get his thoughts because I think I think he's going to be so in on this. 
Yeah, yeah this is right up his alley because it really, yeah. I mean, talk yeah. about someone who loves the minutia of Star Wars, loves to see the gadgetry <laughs> yeah. at work and things like that. So, yeah, it's yeah. It. Luthen Rails just, feel, I think he's got lots of gadgets in store for us. He's always, it seems like he's always got something yeah. up his sleeve. Also yeah. cool, just quick mention that the, the pre-corpos when Cassian is reaching out to Marwa during that the, the, the major conflict in the city when the corpos invade and are trying to uh, see the... You know, issue that warrant against him and, and take him in. Um, uh, he tries to reach out to Marwa. He's talking through the droid. They pull out like a, a scanner at, mm-hmm. to like uh, triangulate his location via the sort of like uh, his communications with the droid. So cool. Like that is the sort of yep. stuff that like I'm here for. Like more of these fun new toys, gadgets, technology within the Star mm-hmm. Wars and giving that sort of like Star Wars flavor is yeah, so cool. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's so good so good yeah um yeah all right man i this was i feel like this was great i feel like we both love the series uh safe to say yeah um, yeah i just can't wait for ben to get in on this we will do a deep deep dive, deep, deep uh, dive. yeah i have some like deep, episode. deep stuff too random yeah. notes and observations <laughs> that i want to get into that that's a little too much here yeah. but and also having i'll like we said we're both going to watch it at least one more time between alan and when we're recording a few days and i'm sure i'll have a lot more then but i i'm I'm so happy to, yeah, you know, all, all we are, Adam, we're just two dedicated podcast hosts caught in the sad orbit of a rare calamity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, done. well, I, I mean, you can't end that any other way. So yeah. <laughs> uh, great. We will, we will see you all again soon and may the force be with you always. This is Grex Kondak signing off for the latest breaking news. Follow at core world news on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you, always.